Welcome to episode four of Dirt Stories. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Becca Grieb, and today I'm chatting with Kevin Forrestell, CEO at Dozer, about the COVID-19 global pandemic. Let's dive in. Hey, Kevin, thanks for joining us again today. Thanks for having me, Becca. So today's episode is all about construction and COVID-19. So it's crazy to think, you know, a few months ago, this wouldn't have been something completely consuming our lives. And now it's something we're just talking about every day, all day. We're glad you could join us and kind of provide us with your perspective on how it's affecting the construction industry. Yeah, happy to, uh, to be a part of it. So let's, let's dive right in. So COVID-19, what a crazy time. How are you feeling about everything? Uh, it's just, uh, everything's moving so fast, right? I mean, uh, uh, I was having this conversation with somebody yesterday and while I was having the conversation, uh, the, the Olympics were postponed for a year. I mean, uh, um, there's so many very large things happening very, very quickly. Um, I, you know, there is some uncertainty, but, you know, a whole lot of opportunity at the same time. And, um, you know, just really concerned for and, you know, looking out for the health and well-being of our, uh, our family and uh, uh, team members. Speaking of uncertainty, we've kind of been following the news across Canada and the U.S. And there's a little bit... Um, I guess, of differing opinions on construction projects and how, whether they should be continuing or not. Um, what we're seeing for the most part, what I'm seeing anyways, is that construction projects are continuing across states in the U.S. and provinces in Canada. So at the time um, of this interview today, we're looking at different cities and provinces. So for example, Boston has shut down their construction projects um, and the province of Quebec in Canada is calling to stop new building projects. What does this mean for the construction industry now that things are continuing in a lot of cities, but some regions are still trying to figure out whether they need to shut down or not? Well, I guess, uh, you know, when I say uncertainty, a lot of it comes down to the, uh, the communication and the changes that are happening so quickly. I'll use Ontario for an example. Um, two days ago, uh, you know, it was announced that all non-essential businesses were uh, to close down uh, with details to come the following morning. By, by the next morning, um, you know, there was quite a bit of panic and concern around construction closing. And, um, you know, most of construction has, uh, has been deemed essential, right? Um, it, you know, we have to keep the power on. We have to keep our, uh, uh, our roads clear from snow and ice. Um, you know, there's, uh, we have to continue to build hospitals. Um, I think a lot of it comes down to the communication. And for the most part, I think that uh, the governments are doing a good job. There's just very, very, it's happening so quickly. So uh, people have to stay informed and, uh, you know, just get the real facts, uh, you know, before reacting. Um, I think that's, that's going to be key in this, uh, this time is really, really open communication and then um, really, truly understanding what the facts are and if they are facts or if they're opinions uh, that are being uh, presented. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so 
you talk about essential services and construction kind of falls into that category. What I'm seeing in a lot of industries is employees are being um, sent home to work remote. Um, maybe they're not working at all. So when it comes to construction projects, is it, is it a gray area on deciding what roles are essential and what roles are not? Or what, what is your take on that? Well, I mean, uh, I guess this is where it, it does get a little bit gray and maybe an opinion, but my, uh, my opinion and you know, coming from the contracting space uh, and, you know, knowing a lot of contractors who are still out there, um, what I would be doing is uh, bringing as many people as possible uh, inside into their homes to, to be able to work uh, away from a job site. Uh, and then, you know, leaving those that are, uh, essential out in the job site. So, you know, most uh, most tasks that happen in an office uh, can be done, uh, you know, from home. Uh, we're finding that out here at Dozer. It's been really refreshing. We're finding out just how efficient it is, probably, you know, significantly more efficient uh, working from home uh, than it was, uh, you know, working in the office. So a lot of really great learnings there. And, and you know, kind of just need to take that, that leap of faith, uh, faith and try it out. Um, but it, when, when it comes to the job sites themselves, um, you know, operators should be taking care. They should be, uh, you know, sanitizing their machines if they are, in fact, sharing them with, uh, with other operators. Um, you know, they should probably be thinking about, uh, you know, lunch breaks and, you know, maybe taking them in the machine or, um, rather than, you know, sitting in a, in a group at, uh, at a picnic table together, for example, uh, maintaining distance, they should be sanitizing. I think the, the GCs and, you know, the owners of the sites are going to need to, uh, make sure that there's hand washing stations, uh, on the job sites, that they're, that there's, uh, you know, some kind of Lysol wiper or something available to wipe down the, uh, the joysticks and the machine so that the next operator can go ahead and use them. Uh -huh. uh, and then, you know, even including the restrooms, making sure that those are uh, sanitized uh, regularly. Uh, regularly. Maybe they were uh, uh, emptied and cleaned once a week in the past and they need to step that up to two, three times a week. Um, um, there's a there's a lot of things that can be done. They may cost a little bit of uh, extra, but being able to keep your teams uh, working through this time uh, and and you know keeping these essential job sites open, uh, it's it's definitely worthwhile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's great advice. The hand washing, you know, I've been looking all over social media, and everyone's talking about hand washing. But the social distancing piece is really interesting in this industry because you know I look at operators and they they are social distancing and isolating for the majority of their work days so it's it for me when i think about it it's how do you maintain that social distance while keeping your workspace clean and safe and if you are are you able to keep working because you are an essential service so i think that's really good advice so let's talk a little about supply chains what do you think this is going to look like for the construction in the construction industry after covid19 uh, that's a, a great question. I, I think, you know, um, I think one of the things that we're seeing uh, right away is that uh, across, uh, across the world, uh, online businesses are, uh, are taking off and um, this need for, you know, e-commerce uh, 
in construction has already been presenting itself, but um, I think that people are going to become more and more cautious uh, and, and continue social distancing even even when not being asked to. Um, and I think we're going to see more and more uh, more and more e-commerce uh, become available. Um, you know, Dozer is an example, right? I mean, you can book equipment online and not have to visit a rental counter. And it, it kind of takes out that one uh, human interaction. And uh, I think we're going to see more and more of that. Uh, delivery will also be really important as we, as we go forward. Um, you know, I think people will expect deliveries uh, and probably expect not to have to uh, physically sign uh, for a delivery. They'd like to see that it was uh, dropped off, but they may need, not need to shake hands with the person that uh, delivers the machine and sign a piece of paper. Uh, all of that can be done online. Um, I think we'll see more of that. Mm -hmm. So given all these changes, and, and we don't really know when when things are, are going to clear up, when people are going to be going back to work, when things are going to go back to you know, normal as we know it. So what are your tips or perspective? What is your perspective on how contractors can keep their projects moving forward during this time? <clears throat> right. Well, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, it, um, I think it's key to just kind of stay calm, stay informed, um, know where your information is coming from, um, realize uh you know maybe it's an opinion or you know maybe these are some real facts that are being handed from the government on what is open and what's not for example uh, share you know those uh those real facts as fast as possible with your your own teams because you know as anxious as you may be uh, as a as an owner uh you know your team is uh, is just as anxious and looking for for information because they're hearing those uh those same facts mixed with uh, other opinions that are out there and you know trying to sort through so you know keep communication open um learn as much as and as fast as you can uh and then you know try and uh, uh partake as much as possible i mean don't Maybe it's not a, a try. You, you absolutely need to uh, be uh, giving the facilities for your team to uh, participate in social distancing. Um, you know, making hand washing stations available, keeping your uh, uh, your sites and facilities clean, uh, like the restrooms where uh, where there is an example, and then you know to be uh, innovative and try to. Uh, um, start using you know some online platforms and um, looking for different ways to uh, to conduct business uh, without uh, you know having to you know physically go into a store. I think that uh, I think there's efficiencies there. There's there's wins and efficiencies and costing anyways, but um, I think that uh, there's also wins and um, you know being able to practice some uh, social distancing practices. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so you're talking a lot about, you know, the need for, for e-commerce right now and as we're going through COVID right now, but also in the future, how do we move forward? And you talked about supply chains, you know, they're staying cautious and they probably will for a while. I think this would be a good time if you could tell me a little bit and our listeners a little bit about, about Dozer and the experience of, of renting through Dozer and what that, 
looks like and how it might help during this time? Sure. Well, uh, you know, Dozer is uh, uh, an online uh, e-commerce marketplace. We're a partner to the industry, uh, uh, both on the supply and the, the contractor side. For uh, suppliers, what we do is we uh, instantly make them into, uh, we, we enable uh, uh, these, these rental companies to have uh, an e-commerce uh, uh, solution. Uh, so, you know, when people are looking to spend money online, uh, they're, they're online looking for uh, suppliers. Uh, Dozer puts their name uh, right up top in the search um, and basically covers all the marketing expenses. For the, the contractors, um, what we're doing is making it really transparent and really fast. So you can come and do a quick search for, uh, let's say, a 2010 excavator see the roughly 20 local suppliers with uh, all pricing available availability uh, shown in one place uh, within seconds uh, and make a decision purchase uh, you know purchase put your credit card down there or get a uh, an account set up with dozer and rent a piece of equipment uh, uh, in that moment and all delivery and everything would be uh, set up uh, you wouldn't have to you know touch a piece of paper or you know, visit a rental counter or pick up a phone, uh, the entire transaction can happen online and uh, uh, your machine will be uh, delivered to you. So um, Dozer is kind of a really fast, efficient, easy way for contractors to find uh, heavy equipment online. Right. So any anyone who has projects still running right now and is looking to rent can go to Dozer and have their rental facilitated through the online experience. Absolutely, um, Dozer's available right across North America uh, and we're renting everything or connecting renter uh, contractors with suppliers uh, from everything to small skid steers through uh, you know, 50 ton excavators, rock trucks, dozers, aerial work platforms, uh, just about everything. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's really good to know that e-commerce solutions are are available for contractors right now because I can imagine, you know, certain projects that can't shut down like, you know, hospitals or water lines, hydro, whatever that may be. It's it's good to know that there there are e-commerce solutions for different parts of the job that can help us to help us to get through this together. Right. You know, in in this sort of uncertain time there's uh, uh additional challenges and uh, one being the amount of time being spent to find uh, equipment that is available. Uh, there's a lot of equipment available, but uh, whether or not every rental house is uh, open or they have somebody available to load uh, load a machine on a truck is, is another thing. And you know, Dozer is one way that we can kind of help out and uh, mm-hmm. get a quick, uh, quick answer. Yeah, yeah. This episode of Dirt Stories is sponsored by Dozer. Search and reserve equipment online on the world's first e-commerce solution for heavy equipment rentals. Try it out now at dozer.com. So I want to switch I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about the environmental impact that COVID um, is having and that we're seeing, especially with the power of social media. I've seen a lot of photos personally kind of emerging about 
uh, Venice, Italy. You know, I was just there in October and here we are five months later, their canals have cleared up. You can actually see into the water. There's fish swimming, which hasn't happened in decades. Um, it's so cool. I think it's, it's really cool to see how our planet is reacting to changes in our actions as a society and, you know, everyone's staying inside social distancing and isolating and our environment's actually seeing some positive uh, outcomes of that. So I'm just kind of curious to get your take on that. You know, do you think um, that everything that's happening now with COVID-19 will result in a push for cleaner construction projects? So I definitely think so. I think the, the immediate reaction will be, let's get all projects back up and running. Uh, there's going to be a backlog of, of construction projects. Uh, I think we're looking at a very, very, very busy uh, Q3 and Q4 of 2020 and then uh, 2021, uh, again, very busy uh, because of the, the pause uh, that's happening right now. Um, you know, I, I, another example, I was watching uh, uh, a show, uh, watching the news the other night and they were talking about uh, how NASA was uh, showing pictures of uh, China and you could see um, when some of the isolation started happening the the pollution disappeared and and you know they were actually using these images to show and prove that their economy was uh, turning back on and, and picking up you know eight weeks later because they could unfortunately see the pollution coming back um, but I think what it's done is, you know, the world's, the world's going to change here uh, forever. This, uh, this isn't a, a little blip when we just go back to uh, uh, things as normal. I think, you know, the economy will come back, but it's, uh, it's going to be different. I think we're all going to be quite aware of, uh, you know, the, the fact that there's, uh, you know, fish showing up in uh, Venice and even dolphins, as you mentioned. Um, this this can happen and i think people are going to be more conscious uh, uh, about the uh, environmental impact uh, in, including uh, construction uh, mm -hmm. yeah. what's going to happen with the, the way jobs run I mean, um, significant learnings for uh, the dozer team uh, uh, just how well work from home can uh, can actually work and you know uh, maybe with a slight bit of humor here, I, I do kind of wonder what's going to happen uh, with uh, the tradition of shaking hands. If, uh, if there's going to be more people, uh, you know, bumping elbows, or if uh, the handshaking will come back. <laughs> <laughs> totally, I saw something uh, on on Twitter last night, actually, and it was, uh, you know, now that the handshake, we've kind of said goodbye to that. Now we're ripping out, you know the finger the finger guns from the, from the 90s and everyone's going to start greeting each other like that so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing the uh creative ways that we start communicating with each other <laughs> <laughs> so i'm i'm lucky that i get to work from home now but working from home isn't something that's possible in a lot of industries and for construction as we've been talking about um but we've We've also seen a lot of trends emerging in the industry uh, that are pretty innovative. So talking about autonomous equipment or remote access equipment, um, what kind of push for these types of uh, machinery do you think will come from the COVID situation? Do you think there'll, there'll be anything that, that emerges as a new trend? 
Yeah, so I think these trends were coming anyways, and I think all this is going to do is uh, accelerate the adoption of this technology, right? I think the, the technology with autonomous equipment and remote uh, access equipment uh, was there, is there, continues to improve every day, but I think the, the adoption is, uh, is going to be accelerated, I think. Um, you know, just like uh, myself working from home and speaking with yourself today and, you know, using some, uh, some different online tools to make that happen, uh, it becomes more and more apparent uh, uh, the need for them uh, and then finding out that they actually are available. So I think that uh, contractors are going to uh, start to see, hey, this would be a whole lot easier if I could access this machine and keep it running from home uh, if I'm uh, unable to, or it's becoming more challenging to have a, uh, somebody on a job site. Um, you know, it's, it's not going to happen overnight, but I do think that, uh, you know, we've uh, kicked off a, uh, an accelerator here to see mm -hmm. equipment. Yeah, I think it's really interesting that, you know, the potential of where we can go with autonomous equipment. I was reading an article uh, put out by Caterpillar last week about, you know, the future of, of oper operating and what that looks like. And, um, you know, they're starting to talk about uh, people who support flight flights when they're in the air and making sure that everything's, you know, running with, with planes. I think it's going to be the same with equipment. And when we talk about COVID and keeping our employees safe, I, I think about, you know, operator assist technologies that control specific machine functions and how it's going to boost productivity and cut costs over cut costs overall. I think it's going to be uh, really exciting to see where where technology goes, especially after COVID nineteen. Absolutely, it, uh, it you know one of the reasons for uh, adopting this type of uh, solution is uh, the health and safety of your employees and uh, COVID nineteen. It's just uh, um, it's it's bringing in one more element on the, the health and safety factor that uh, you know maybe we weren't thinking as much about uh, in the past, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, there's so many different factors with with COVID and, and construction. You know, we're, we've talked about the environmental impact, the changes with technology, and the push for e-commerce solutions. Thinking about dozer and renting and lending, where where does that fit into all this? Do you think there will be a ch more changes to come with renting lending equipment because of what's happening now? I, I definitely think there will be. Uh, you know, we're already seeing and, and hearing from uh, customers that they, they like how quick, easy, and safe it, it is uh, um, that they can use Dozer to keep, uh, keep their businesses running and, you know, renting equipment uh, and doing it touch-free. Um, I, I see this uh, continuing to uh, accelerate, uh, just like you know maybe the autonomous equipment that we were talking about before. Um, this is uh, an accelerant to something that was coming anyways. Um, it's just uh, it's kind of opening up eyes. Uh, more and more people are educating themselves quickly on what actually is available, and uh, you know, Dozer is an example where they're they're finding us and uh, you know starting to. Uh, to transact online. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think touch-free rentals is going to be huge and, and e-commerce solutions in general, you know, everyone's going to be cautious. We're cautious now, but I think we're still going to be cautious even when we're told that we, we can go back to work as it was or in some, in some way as it was before. So it's definitely 
it's evolved a lot. I know COVID in Ontario here, it's, it's changed a lot over the last week even. So we're going to have to keep our eyes out for what's happening in the industry and what's to come, but hopefully we can all get back to normal soon. Yeah, for sure. And I think that we need to, uh, we need to see the positive here, right? I think that, uh, you know, I think we should always remember like, Hey, I, I actually really loved the point that you're bringing up there dolphins and, uh, in Venice, you know, that there, there are some really great things that we're going to notice uh, and we'll remember uh, once we get past uh, COVID-19, we'll remember that, that hey, that, that could be happening regularly and, and, you know, maybe we should be, uh, you know, paying more attention to keeping our job sites uh, greener and safer and, uh, you know, really focusing on the health and safety of our, of our teams and um, are there ways that we can be more efficient and, you know, maybe not for as much uh, uh, expensive um, uh, office space and you know there, there's a lot of really great things that are going to come out of this um, you know it's a I don't want to make it sound like it's not a tough time right now and you know because it is um, but I think there there will be some good things that come out of, uh, come out of this and uh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah I completely agree beyond the physical outcomes I think we're starting to see a lot of social and environmental outcomes as well so it's a crazy time around the globe I'm I'm glad we could sit down to talk about COVID-19 and what it means for our industry I'm sure we'll have a lot more to talk about in the weeks to come and I'm just glad we could kind of find a starting point and thanks so much for so much for joining us today we really appreciate it yeah thanks uh, Becca that was great Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you'd like to read more about COVID-19, you can check out our latest blogs at dozer.com slash blog under industry insights. Follow us on Instagram at dozerhub for the latest news in the industry or follow our blogs and podcasts through the Dirt Stories hashtag on social media. Want to be featured on the podcast? Contact us via social media or visit dozer.com slash blog if you or someone you know has a dirt story to share. Today's episode was sponsored and produced by Dozer, the world's first online equipment rental experience. Visit dozer.com for details.